name is Ayushman Kalita. I am a student of uh, BA in political science, second year. It was very interesting, sir. <laughs> so, uh, I observed two, two things and then I developed two questions. The so first is uh, that uh, if the Mahabharata war happened in around 3000 BC, so why was it recorded 2000 years later? And, and the second one is, uh, uh, what what is your conclusion on Ashoka, sir? Did he really exist or, or was he uh, uh, interesting. First thing was about why was Mahabharata recorded 2000 years later. Uh, well, I did not say Mahabharata as such was recorded, right? I said Mahabharata epic was composed in around 1000 BC as per its own internal evidence. Does it mean that Mahabharata was not referred to before in Indian literature? No, I did not say that. It was in fact, right? In fact, the Vedic literature itself, though I admit that it does not have a direct reference to Mahabharat war, but it has a reference to Dhritarashtra Vaichitra Virya, it has a reference to Krishnaya Devaki Putraya, and then it has uh, references like uh, many other things, which are circumstantially known to be of contemporary to or a little later or even before Mahabharata. Okay, so Mahabharata period as such, in fact, what we are claiming is as we have already shown, we have a lot of literature, but that is all oral. By its inherent nature, it is all oral. And as I already said, because of the later invention of Lippi, it is very difficult for us to even expect that we would be having any scribed material. And unless we are scribing, this folk literature cannot be carried to a lot. You know, because it something if it has to be carried verbatim, then on, then only it will retain its originality. If it is continuously revised by the locals, then what will happen? It will only reflect the last revi revision, right? That is what is precisely Mahabharata epic in thousand BC. Okay, this is the first way. Okay. Uh, about the second one, uh, will you please repeat? Yeah. So, what was your conclusion on Ashoka, sir? Ah, okay, okay. And, and was it uh, uh, related to Priyadarshi? Okay. Now, this is a very, in fact, uh, this is a necessary. See, I agree fully that any theory has to first, all the known evidences, it has to sort. Then only it can claim to stand. And then only it will be considered. So, one has to also tackle this issue of who was this? Now, there are two ways to look at this because most of the lekhas they talk of Devanam Priya Priyadarshi and only some two minor rock addicts later on, discovered later on, very interestingly. And uh, they only talk of, at one place it talks of Ashoka and at, at the other place it says Ashoka Raja. And why is it a big issue? Because it also discusses four neighboring kings. Okay, that is how it has, modern historians think that it is not even the sheet anchor of uh, Sandra Goddess and Chandragupta Maurya. Even they are ready to relinquish that. They say this is the most important thing. This has to be the Ashok Maurya because of the Mahavamsha in Siloni's accounts. And then it has to be Ashok Maurya of this description. And the dates they have already fixed up. What is the play? The dates they have already brought to 3rd century BCE. Now is it all that sacred? Once 
there is there are two ways this, this could have been if the scripts were already existing let's say we it is able we are able to prove that we are uh, as i am showing here that actually we need to make further studies into this development of scripts like uh, our uh, respected vedvir ji he is already doing this that we have to know the scripts the the greek scripts uh, the called yavanani yavanani in our indian literature it has been mentioned by vartikas yavanal lipyam there is a sutram lip is mentioned by panini yavanal lipyam is a sutram which basically for is the derivation of the word called yavanani which means lipi of yavanas now we have dated him to around say 14th century or 15th century bc but then it has to be supported by this physical evidences have also to be taken there so now what happens is these rock edicts and pillars they are not inherently datable by radiocarbon method so some other thing has to be there some you know where from it has been found what was the surroundings and something like this some and whatever uh, or probably further discoveries can throw more light on this and if we are able to show that scripts were actually there in 15th century then it would be very easy to overcome this hurdle by simply claiming that okay if it might have in the ashoka as such of the maurya dynasty still these four kings are necessarily not necessarily the four four contemporary kings of the in the terms of 3rd century bc they would be his contemporary kings because yavanas have been as has been already known through literature that yavana shakas they were already there for long time as indian neighbors okay so those magas because he talks of a yavana and a maga and it also talks of these southern kingdoms so one can say as it has been already done by kota venkatachalam and then that the, it would be having some four contemporary na names to ashokam maurya okay that is one explanation but supposing it happens that the scripts were not actually there in 15th century bc supposing then i had one interesting suggestion to make for such a uh, what we would say contingency in such a contingency if you look at this uh let us notice this vishwasphurji vishwasphani uh notice this vishwasphurji vishwasphani as the king mentioned in that same period of 3rd century bc do you notice he is in the same period of that 106 years from this uh, kilkia greeks with this uh, chandramsha zandrams of na vidisha and then we have this vishwasphurji in magadhas and he is being described as a very cruel king he won over a vast territory but uh, and he started new varanas and but he was like a cleva he was good looking but he was like a, he was a coward now all this description i have not <laughs> i have not considered anything out of this all this is there in puranas in multiple accounts of course the name is not ashoka but then probably because it is devanam priya priyadarshi and ashoka might have been a title which is sparingly used or maybe there is some other more some more explanation so it is some priyadarshi king by name which is being referred to here and because disparagingly this account is actually a disparaging account probably because he is a buddha follower and this puranas are 
from the this you know they are like the pauranics so basically they are the sanatani and they are trying to disparage him and hence some you know uh, name here yeah, they have missed the ori original name probably and this is how i would explain so i have two explanations to offer and i admit that this is a hurdle and it's a major hurdle and one needs to tackle it uh, one more observation I would like to share with you uh, regarding Ashoka. Sir, uh, since the last 3-4 years, when the non-secular discourse has taken shape uh, ever since the election of Modi uh, uh, so one, uh, one thing has been often doing the rounds that uh, Ashoka has been uh, uh, imposed by the so-called eminent historians on us. So, so what do you have to say about that? Yes, yes it is so very... Yeah, no, no. See, uh, we are, let us first specifically Differentiate between Ashoka Maurya. If Ashoka Maurya is an indescript person in our list. So, the, the first statement to make is, he is an indescript. He is, he is not like Nanda. Nanda is given great weight by our uh, lists. Ashoka is not actually been discussed by this, at least Puranic lists. Uh, of course, Buddha literature and Jain literature, they might be discussing him. Uh, I am not a, I'm not a student of that. I have a very li limited scope actually. That is a... Uh, a that happens in this multidisciplinary approach. And uh, if he was something like this, then, uh, well, he might be, you know, have that, he might have that, why we should grudge him. So, I am not, I am not interested in grudging anybody any place in history, you know, but rather, as I discussed, it, uh, I am not interested in rhetorics. See, not at least in present time. <laughs> I might enter into a barrage. Uh, but then presently we are more interested in evidences and seeing whether they whether we can fit them nicely up without cutting the pieces jigsaw puzzle has to fall in place by itself we cannot cut the pieces we have to simply reject our hypothesis and go ahead yes we take a question from the I'm just curious I've tried to follow this. I'm going to watch the video again. I'm just wondering from your calculations, what are the birth dates of Lord Ram, Krishna and Buddha? Uh, Balaram, Krishna and... No, Lord Ram. Lord Ram. Lord Ram. As I just said, I work with evidences, right? So, if I had, if I had no evidence to share with you, I, there is no need to... I, I will not speculate. So, I do not simply have any information about birth of Rama. At least not in this literature. Second is Krishna. Again, it would be very obvious because as I just mentioned those passages in Chandogya, where Krishna Devaki Putraya, Taddaitat Ghora Angirasaka, Uktvo Vacha. Taddaitat Ghora Angirasaka, Krishna Devaki Putraya, Uktvo Vacha. Now there is a quite a similarity between this and, you know, that uh, Angirasa Sandipani being the teacher of uh, Krishna Devaki Putra and so on. Okay, so one naturally would lead to, as we have already shown, right? Uh, we had that uh, 3109 would be the Yudhishthira epoch. Again, I do not know. I have no further information as to when exactly it means in that so-called Mahabharata history. I am not talking about Mahabharata epic as such. Because, as we have already discussed, epic is a, all the way down. So, I can't rely much upon it. Okay, it is useful. But I will not stake my, you know, I will not put my neck into the <laughs> scaffold for that. And here I am ready to. Because this theory, 
has to be discarded if anything of this is wrong. Okay. So third is about Gautam Buddha. Now you can see this. Both Buddha I already mentioned. He was a contemporary of Shishunaga dynasty. In fact, uh, there are details of this uh, all these dynasties all the way up to at least uh, uh, this uh, Andras. It is all very clear. All those names of the kings and one can very well make out that this Shakyaputra was uh, in the end of that. Uh, you know, the, the there is a uh, parallel dynasty of this uh, called uh, Ikshvaku's dynasty. There is a Kuru dynasty, Ikshvaku dynasty and this is a Magadha dynasty. And uh, in this uh, Ikshvaku dynasty, we see this Buddha. And uh, he, it is being sh uh, known by other literature as contemporary to some king in this uh, Shishunaga period. Ajata Shatru in fact. Bimbisara and Ajata Shatru. And then we can make out that uh, this uh, date of Buddha would be something like uh, 16... Uh, 30, 1650, something like that. Okay? 